Guess who? It's me again. It's five o'clock. You care what the mainstream media says? Thursday. <laughs> Good to see you guys out there. It is uh Thursday the 27th of uh of October already. And boy, oh boy, our team's is time flying by. It's good to see you guys out there today. I hope all is well. Do me a favor. Tell a friend, tell a family member about the show. Tell them to hop in here and say hello. I got some good stuff lined up for you guys today. Some interesting happenings in America and around the world. So plenty to talk about today. We'll get to that here in just a little bit. I want to welcome you guys all into the show here today. I see you guys working your way in here slowly. Lots of uh, content creators out there today. Uh, uh, doing all kinds of great uh, content creating. So I see there's lots of choices, but you chose to come here and hang out with me today. Why, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate you all very much. Hey, little lady. Yeah, yesterday was a little bit of a, of a rough day. Uh, this, this whole week's been rough. It's uh, the anniversary of my father's passing, my mom's birthday. Um, and, you know, on top of uh, just in general, a lot going on for me. Uh, just needed a day yesterday to, to get my mind off of things. It was a rough night last night, um, night before last, and it's been a rough, uh, yeah. So anyways, um, just trying to get back into the groove of things and, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> into my new reality, so to speak. Uh, not a whole lot of fun, I'll put it that way. But, um... It's good to see you guys out there today. I see you guys working your way in there today. Let me go ahead and welcome everyone over there at the Foxhole.app, slowly working their way in here today. Thanks, guys, for being here today. Do me a favor, tell a friend, tell a fan member about the show here today. Uh, Polydius, RP4L, Tawanda, and many others out there hanging out, uh, working their way in here today at the Foxhole.app. Thanks, guys, for being here today. Do me a favor when you get time. Bookmark the website, of course, on censordave.com is where you can find everything you need to know about the uh, the channel, how to get a hold of me, uh, content that we've created over the past four or five years, and everything, everything else you need to see. So check out when you guys get time you can watch the show directly from the website the podcast is up on podbean iheart apple google, apple google spotify pick one anyone that is up there as well we're on episode 342 today already man time flies by if you want to watch the live show every weekday monday through friday five eastern four central fox will live twitch rumble cloud hub and tiger network where you can find the live shows previous show content always up on the website as well as stuff you need to see like the patel patriot uncensored interview that we did a year ago it's been a while now uh uh, important content from around the country as well, from live mobile events and things like that. If you want to help keep the lights on, I could use your guys' help. Cash that PayPal on Patreon on how you can do that. You can also go to Buy Me a Coffee, and, uh, you know, it's one of the uh, – 
better platforms out there for helping content creators. So we appreciate all your guys' support over there. Don't forget also mypillow.com backslash Abe. We'll do the uh, advertisement at the top of the hour next hour, but uh, check it out when you guys get time. Mypillow.com backslash Abe. They have all of their overstock sale stuff going on right now. All of their stuff on sale going into the holidays. Now's your chance to get to the head of the game and uh, and try to uh, get yourself uh, ready for Christmas and the holidays. So if you if you have any ideas out there for friends or family member or stuff that they may need, check out the website. Use discount code Abe and get yourself a great discount and get yourself some cool stuff and Knock a holiday shopping list off your list, so to speak. Facebook, True Social Gabbling is at the very bottom of the website, as well as my email address, how to get a hold of me. I appreciate you all very much for all your thoughts and prayers out there recently. Uh, it's been, uh, you guys have been amazing on that front. Uh, show of support for for myself and all the other content creators out there who are having a, a hell of a time right now, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? In this... Uh, in this crazy world we live in, let's roll indeed. Thanks, bro, for the shades. Uh, appreciate that very much. Show me roses in the house. Good to see you out there. Max Luna, Tennessee, Tim. Uh, let's see. Politius, thanks again for all the for dropping all the links out there, everyone. I appreciate you guys. Dawn's out there lurking and listening. Nana is having a blessed day. Granddaughter came home from the hospital. She had issues related to her palsy. Wow. That is um, a reminder, Nana, of um, of uh, everybody going through a lot of tough times during this time. So prayers up to you and your family as well, Nana. I got to, good to see you out there. Leadfoot, thank you for the can. God bless you, brother. Much love. Everyone over there on the Rumble crowd working their way in here today. Do me a favor. Hit that plus button over there on Rumble. Yeah, help us get us... Uh, you know, some uh, show of support there. That's how you can help there over there on Rumble. I appreciate you guys very much. Twitch crowd working their way in here today as well today. Uh, a slow crowd today. You guys, uh, a lot going on out there in the world, I take it. Um, maybe I should throw, uh, maybe I'll write a new article out there and see if throw some shit up against the wall, see if I can get it to stick. Maybe I'll try that maybe and see if I can get some more audience. Maybe that'll help. Susan Girls, great to see you. Brian, comfortably numb in the house. Great to see you as well. Uh, Susan and let's see others. Well, a great, good crowd working the way over there today as well on the Twitch crowd. Thanks guys. Michael Myers in the house. Prayers up indeed. Hey Mags. Great to see you out there. Sonia. God bless you. And let's see who else is out there. The cloud hub crowd and others. Uh, Tiger network are working their way in here today as well. Thanks guys for being here today. Uh, Facebook crowds, of course, out there always lurking and listening. Much love to the Facebook crowd and all of you guys out there uh, hanging out today. Much love. Time to clean the garage. Yeah, I'm a little sore today, bro. Uh, I'm a little, my body is uh, not used to those long days of work. We are spoiled. You know what I'm saying? Thanks, Tennessee, Tim, for the ship. I appreciate you, brother. That's very kind of you. Uh, but, yeah, so um, I decided just uh, yesterday, you know, after a sleepless night yesterday, the night before last, uh, just to kind of get away from it all. And it, it just seemed like not to be a good day to, to do a live stream. So, um, hopefully I'll have less and less of those as time goes by here, but, um, you know, on, on days where I think I'm not going to be, um, productive, uh, for, you know, for, for the movement or productive, um, uh, as far as a, a content creation and not just bringing everybody down into my, uh, depths of troubles that I'm going into some days I'm just going to take off and not, and not bother you guys with it. So stay with me. Um, you know, it's going to be tough to get the hard part about content creation is, you know, if you're not there every day, if you don't, if you're not, uh, if, if people don't come look for you every day and you're not there, then they find something else to go do. And then just see ya. you know, you, it's, it's a very competitive environment. 
Um, and it's, um, you know, especially with all the, uh, amazing theories out there of people throwing shit up against a wall. Um, people, people love to spend some time, you know, hearing that stuff. And I guess, you know, teach his own, uh, we're not going to spend a whole lot of time on stuff like that, but, uh, what we will do is talk about, uh, the empirical evidence, the actions of those around us and what we can prove that's in front of us. The rest I'll leave for speculation to others and let them have fun with that stuff. But, um, so yeah, so yesterday went over and uh, spent what a good several hours. I don't even remember. Uh, broke the truck. Made sure we uh, made sure we made sure we uh, took care of the truck's uh, final. <laughs> uh, so go ahead and send it to the grave. Um, I had already broken the the body mounts on it. They'd rusted through a while ago, but putting some extra weight in that thing and, and driving around and bouncing it around on all the roads around this wonderful state that is Illinois that they don't really care about roads around here. It seems like roads is probably the last thing they're more worried about. They need a new boat or a new house before you get you a new road. But, um, so we tried to load up the truck with, uh, some construction materials, you know, drywall and stuff like that, two by fours and finish off the last part of the part uh, of Joe's place to get it wintered in here. Um, and yeah, as soon as we did that, uh, the whole thing just sat down on the on the drive shaft, and the drive shaft was just grinding like you don't even want to hear it, just echoing through all of uh, Illinois. It seemed like, um, so we had to call in a friend and uh, try to limp it back home. Luckily, we got it back, and then Joe and I just went to town, uh, completely did all the drywall except for a couple of small pieces um, that we'll probably knock out here in the near future. Got some electrical done. Last couple pieces to wrap up. You know how it goes the last part of projects. It's always, there's there's a, a list always that just continues to grow, it seems like. So it was fun hanging out with yesterday, bro, and kind of getting a chance to just kind of forget about it all and just go to work. I'm paying for it today, though. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, the body's not used to those uh, construction hours, bro. But uh, I look forward tomorrow to uh, heading back over there, getting that last couple pieces buttoned up, and then this weekend hopefully we'll be able to to knock out the rest and uh, finally get you to a spot where you're ready for the winter. So that was fun yesterday. Um, you know, today and tomorrow, my my family as a whole with heavy hearts um, with with uh, the week of my pops passing. Um, thank you very much. Uh, thank you, Mary, for the coffees. God bless you. You have been. Um, an amazing supporter during this time. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm I'm hurting, bro. I'm, I'm just wear, worn down. I need to chug a bunch of water. Is what I need to do. My body is is going. Hey, you want to get some 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 fluids in you, buddy? Um. So yes, but it was fun, bro. It was, it was just fun to get a chance to hang out, and we we worked pretty good together. We we put our minds to stuff, and uh, tell you what, we were able to get some shit done with the quickness, bro. So um. um that was fun yesterday. We'll knock the rest of that out this weekend. So that was my day yesterday. Uh, earlier today, I hung out with uh, Zach Payne and Red Pill 78 over on uh, Occam's Razor and had a fun discussion about uh, the happenings around us uh, these days. Um, you know, it's, just, it's, it's politics time. It's election season. But I got to be completely and totally honest with you guys. I'm about done with politicians <laughs> i could honestly at this point i mean the elections are important we all gotta i ain't gonna go there but you know what i'm saying but i'm just like as far as putting any more of my time and energy into a politician i'm not quite sure i'm gonna be able to do that anymore so i'll let you know i'll, I'll if I can, if I can talk about specifics, about specific people and stuff like that that I support, I'll do that. But 
the the days of me door knocking and going into the streets and trying to lift up somebody, I'm pretty much done with that. You know what I'm saying? More light on the camera on the left. Yeah, it's um, it's it's like that on purpose because I look like shit today. <laughs> um, so you know, I I don't know, man. I just um, uh, the the election stuff and and politics in general. I'm trying not to be as jaded as I could possibly be, <laughs> but it's uh, I'm fighting it. I'm fighting it. I'm I'm, I'm not fighting black pilling. I'm not fighting forget it all. I'm not, I'm not none of that stuff. I'm just saying, as far as like any energy into uh, these politicians, I I don't know if I can anymore. <laughs> I just can't anymore. But what we will do is uh, topics of the day and continuing to expose corruption and election fraud. Um, and, um, you know, international politics and, and, uh, ge you know, geopolitics as well. So, um, it's hard to tell, uh, till they're in office. I'm with you, man. It's, um, you know, I, I, I walked probably a hundred miles for governor Rauner, um, because I believed in him and that he had a chance to really change things here in Illinois. And I, you know, months on months of door knocking, re going back and knocking, talking to people in the streets and just out there full fledged seeing the tools, by the way, that, uh, <laughs> that these people have, I knew, I knew more about people in the household than they probably wanted me to know about them before I knocked on their door. I, I knew exactly what I was dealing with, how to approach them. Uh, and they've just expanded on that now, but you know, um, the elections are important and getting, uh, corruption out is important. But for me, I'm still in the throw them all out stage, bro. <laughs> Until we get every single career politician who has been in DC longer than, I don't know, six, 12 years out of there. Then we can start talking about really making changes here. And I think that's the foundation of what we're trying to do. So I look forward to continuing that fight for sure. And to continue to expose what's happening out there. It's great to see you Patriot game. God bless you. I hope all is well on your front as well. Um, the, the news today is interesting. I have a lot of kind of like censored content, um, you know, stuff that's really not being talked about there like usual, but this stuff's pretty interesting. Uh, FBI whistleblower, he's got about a 20-minute video that I'm going to scan through. I definitely want to see that. There's some banned video out there as well on uh, the Chinese Communist Party rigging, waiting for the FBI to, you know, address something like that instead of shiny objects. Um, about uh, Huawei and the rest. Pretty sure President Trump took care of the Huawei problem about four years ago, but thank you, uh, Garland, for wasting our time on Monday with a shiny object press conference that had everybody going, oh, look, see, Garland's my hero now. It's a freaking joke, and I just, you know, there's a certain part of kayfabe where you create your own kayfabe. <laughs> I got to be freaking honest here. There's a certain part where you're just making up shit as you go along, and... Um, the misunderstandings about uh, China, the Communist Party, that is Communist Chinese Party, and uh, in Russia, as well as uh, this this Justice Department, I, I can't figure out why there's so many that just aren't seeing it for what it is. Garland's nothing more than a puppet put in by Obama, um, and, and he's not going after anything real. But um, I, I just can't figure out why people can't identify the enemy that is China, as we just watched them re-election in the Chinese Communist Party and the leader of China, that is Xi, right? Pretty sure that, that he's the leader of the party. So as, as if he's, what, a, a, a double agent? 
Yeah, that I'm sure the the head of the CCP is not aware that they would have a double agent working for them. I just um, it's all a waste of time, man. And it's uh, every time you see the Justice Department do a speech of some kind, they're they're pointing fingers over there for a reason, and they're not they're they're not telling you what is really important about what what is happening out there. But I don't know, uh, I don't know. So. Yeah, one of the first things uh, uh, Crazy Joe did was stop the Huawei ban, but um, that that didn't help, and th- that got blocked too. You know, so I, the the misunderstandings around China and the Communist Chinese Party that is China, I just I, I can't understand the spinning of narratives by so many people out there. It is if it's not complete and total ignorance about the Chinese Communist Party and Xi, then. It's it's blatant misdirection and blatant propaganda by these Substack accounts who quite apparently have no freaking clue about reality of the world we live in. You just take a look at Xi and what he's done as the head of the Chinese Communist Party for what two decades now, I don't know, however long the freaking guy's been there, and take a look at the One Belt Road Initiative and take a look at what he's done in South America, in America, in Africa, in in Europe, in Asia. Just look at the actions of President Xi. What more do you need? I don't need to have a spinned kayfabe substack article that is written with the utmost of ignorance, but I don't care who. It is at least the the, the pinnacle of, of, of ignorance. If it is not the pinnacle of ignorance or, or uninformed, then it is pure propaganda, purposeful misdirection. Or just trying to sell an article for what? What is the purpose behind trying to humanize she and try to make him out to be some kind of patriot when the empirical evidence all around you should be enough to go, yeah, you know, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure she's not on the side of freedom. I'm pretty sure she doesn't give a flying fuck about Americans or the U.S. Constitution. Just take a look at the Confucius Institutes. Take a look at them rigging a complete election right in front of your face. What do you need? What empirical evidence do you need to understand that the Chinese Communist Party is working with Russia and others to try to destroy America? And and it may be that you hate America so much that anarchy is just fine for you. It may be that it may be that your hate for America is so deep that you're just like, I kind of hope the whole thing just falls down on its face. At which point I would ask you, are you doing the bidding of the Chinese communist party by writing garbage articles, trying to spin she as a patriot and Putin as some kind of religious hero? It is the pinnacle of ignorance. And people who puppet this stuff are not are not sitting in the realm of truth, of any kind of truth. The only thing people are doing by spinning a narrative of Trump and or Trump Russia and she or Trump Putin and she is pushing garbage. That's it. And I I hope it's not knowingly pushing garbage. I mean, I hope it's not like, hey, let me just see what kind of crazy shit I can throw up against a wall today and see if I can get somebody to pay five bucks for my sub stack. 
but to see people just continuing to puppet this kind of creating their own kayfabe around empirical evidence that should be right in the face of everybody. If you can't identify who is trying to destroy your country, uh, you got a problem in the foundational understanding of what we're up against. She trying to destroy globalism is the equivalent of him putting a gun to his head and playing Russian roulette. She and globalism are hand in glove. His country depends on the globalist economy. You think, what do you, you think she's going to be like, yeah, you know, um, I really appreciate all you people at the World Economic Forum have done for my country and making us all rich enough to buy every politician around the world. However, comma, how, how do you ignore all of that? How do you ignore the One Belt, One Road initiative that has done nothing but to brainwash children in America and around the world with garbage CRT stuff. Where the hell do you think that came from? You think she's like, you know, I really wish you wouldn't push that CRT stuff in America because that's bad for freedom. You, you think she's had that thought in his head at any given point? It's baffling to me that people push this stuff. It's, it's the utmost of ignorance. And, and the only thing I can say is if it's not ignorance, then it's blatant misdirection and blatant misinformation. For what purpose then? I, I don't understand it. I, I don't understand what goal people have by trying to push this garbage, man. It is for a good laugh. I'll tell you that. It is for a good laugh. And it's funny to see how people react to calling garbage out. Like what you can't you can't open your eyes and see what the CCP has done to America. You do realize that Connick is deep in with the Department of Defense and our government. They're they're part and parcel to the CCP, right? I mean, what are you ignoring in order to come to some kind of freaking garbage narrative that she is helping America by destroying globalism? How uninformed and ignorant of a person do you have to be to have such an ignorant take? I, I don't know what else to say about it. I, you know, I had nothing against anybody personally, but how uninformed do you have to be in order to push garbage? Don't get it. All right. At some point, the people who told you day after day after day that Trump's coming back, the people who told you day after day after day that Mueller's a white hat, that Comey's actually trying to help Americans, that um, all of these things that should be obvious to anybody out there with a brain in their fucking head. At some point, all of these people are going to start looking at these people and going, you know, the shit you've been talking for the last five years is kind of a waste of my time. I keep thinking that, but I'm starting to wonder. <laughs> it's 
starting to wonder if I should just like come up with the most crazy garbage, throw it up against a wall, and write a Substack about it. Kyle Serafin was suspended. He is an FBI agent, former FBI special agent. Some of that discussion has been out there already. This is a 20-minute video. No, I'm not going to play the whole 20 minutes, but I do want to scan some of it. Start off at the very beginning, get to some of the spots in the middle and play a couple of spots in there and then finish off with what he has at the end. So if I don't, if you don't mind, can I get your attention for a little bit to see what the hell's going on with Kyle Serafin and the FBI? Good morning, my friends. As promised, I am going to be sharing some footage with you today. Uh, I didn't want you to think that I only had one t-shirt. I have at least two black t-shirts and one jacket keeping me warm. I've actually been living out of a suitcase for the last two months, so um, that's not too far off from the accurate statement at this point, but I do have a couple other shirts. So we're going to be uh, reviewing some body cam footage. I wanted to kind of talk about what we were looking at. And this footage uh, comes from Doniana County, New Mexico. Uh, the city is Las Cruces, and it's a Las Cruces Police Department officer. He was a school resource officer from what I could tell after talking to the police records department. And I got this through an open records request, which anybody could do if they were so inclined. I'm going to put a link underneath to just the unedited, uncut body cam footage. We didn't edit any content. We didn't edit anything for time. Um, it doesn't show the full pre-roll of him driving into the desert, which takes several minutes and it doesn't, uh, it's cut into a couple places. But the content is totally unedited. The, um, the, the conversation is you get the entire thing. So I wanted to share that with you all, all along with a, um, a phone call that I taped to FBI headquarters. And the individual that I was speaking to is the supervisory special agent who is an, actually a, an SSA who investigates, which is fairly uncommon. Um, and she is the investigator assigned to my internal affairs complaint, my OPR complaint, Office of Professional Responsibility. So she's looking into whether or not there is a violation of FBI policy or any federal law or whatever that may be. Um, I think it's I think it's pretty weak, but that's what her job is. And so you got a little bit of the back and forth of what we are going on to. So I want to kind of set up the scene. Um, I frequently was driving out into the desert space out. 900 plus 850 plus um, yards away from the high school for Las Cruces, which is called Centennial. And I was actually on county land, but the, I believe the land I found out afterwards was owned privately and then directly adjacent to it, maybe only 50 or 80 yards. So my estimate of it being a mile was uh, definitely overblown. Uh, about 80 yards past where I was standing was United States property. Um, it's owned by the Department of the Interior, which is to say that if you were to look it up on a GPS map like a, a Gaia Earth or something like that, it would show you that it belongs to the United States of America, which is us. It's public land. It's owned by all the people. And the rules for BLM land, uh, Bureau of Land Management or Department of Interior land are specific to each individual parcel. But in the area that I was in, shooting is also allowed. Uh, and if you were to shoot, say, a rabbit or something like that, or small non-game animals, it would all fall under whatever the state law is for hunting, shooting, etc. In New Mexico, as long as you are more than 150 yards away from an occupied structure, unless you have permission, you can engage in shooting conduct. Uh, you can safely shoot, and you're obviously responsible for all the rounds and where they go. So that's what I was engaging in on the day that I was out there. And kind of just for a visual um, working left to right, west to east. Uh, as you drive out of town, you see a city limit sign. You drive for the better part of a mile, and there's a north-south road 
called Sonoma Ranch, which is where this body cam footage was uh, was submitted from, um, on the west side of the road, which is about 10 feet, maybe 15 feet on a berm above the adjacent properties, is the high school. So the high school goes sloop- sloping downward, and it, it goes significantly down. So as you drive on the road, you can actually see deep into the campus, and it's maybe you know 25 or 30 acres, something like that. Um, the buildings on the furthest end are all um, concrete. They're all concrete block. And then off to the east side is nothing. There's literally nothing there. It seems like the people who own the property get their money from renting out tower space for some um, for some AT&T towers, maybe a, a T-Mobile tower, something like that, maybe some television broadcast or radio. But there's a, a couple of large towers, and that's pretty much it. There's nothing but dirt out there. There's a lot of graffiti. There's a lot of trash that people have left illegally. And there's a lot of tire tracks and people go out and ride quads and four wheel drive vehicles and things like that. And uh, just it's an open space with a fire road that runs all the way into this public land space, which is owned by the U.S., uh, which is us. So I am 865 yards at the time that uh, I'm walking up towards the officer away from the high school. Uh, and remember, state law requires 150 yards. I was a little bit unclear of that I knew it was either 150 or 300, but there was no question in my mind that I was well outside of the range of, of what was uh, 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 outside of the uh, state laws. And I'm shooting to the east, so I actually have my back to the to the school buildings, which were a long ways off. And I am looking at a steel target, half-inch steel AR-500 targets, which is what I was using to shoot at. So those stop bullets, and they throw bullets right into the ground and break them into pieces. And if I were to miss, which doesn't happen all that often, but it certainly does uh, on occasion, it would have gone into about a 25-foot tall um, canyon wall berm-type structure, and I think there was another one behind that. So there's some significant elevation and topography that's in my favor because I only shoot where it's safe. I want to be able to see what I'm what I'm shooting at. I want to see where the bullet's going to stop. That's the, the old know your target, know your backstop safety rule. And I don't want to be shooting randomly into BLM land that has a bunch of hills and dunes where people might be out driving or hiking or walking or taking their dog for a stroll or whatever it may be. So uh, this is really an ideal spot for safety uh, for everybody involved. Um, the only downside, I guess, is, is that there is some noise and that noise after it carries past a half a mile is something that people would hear on the other side of the road, which is where the high school was again, set down below the road structure. Um, my ability to turn around and I, I used a range finder at one point and did a range finding, caught the corner of the wall at 100, 865 yards. And you're really only seeing uh, closed building. Um, okay. So that sets up the, the, the foundation of what this was. This was 15 years ago. This was this happened a long time ago. And in general, it shows how they use um, whatever they want to use to get you to play the game. We Nobody can argue otherwise. I f- 796. I'm from with a gray pickup truck with black wheels and a black camper in the desert area. Copy, sir. Please. A gray pickup truck. How you doing? Not bad. Hey, uh, I'm not sure if this is county or city, but everybody's freaking out over there at the school, man. It's, it's you county. Can, you can hear it over there like nobody's business. Okay. Um, I, I know there's a range on the other side of town and it's far away. Yeah, it is. It just, it's, it, I mean, if you can go further in the desert or something, I get it. You're shooting against a berm. You're not shooting towards the school or anything, but For it sure. creates issues. So what department are you with? I'm with the FBI. Okay. Yeah. It's just, uh, probably not the best place to be shooting. 
So, I mean, people I, shoot out here all the time. Is it just because it's at school or what? Well, it, it, it creates issues, yeah. I'm not saying that you would, but some people are responsible. So I, I and, guess uh, the question, so first of all, I'm positive this is county land. Okay. Right? Um, I'm more than 300 yards away, in fact. <laughs> so, yeah, you have the anti-gun crowd basically just trying to destroy somebody. It's what it comes down to. The high school is a half mile in the other direction, and it's it doesn't it, it's irrelevant. Like it's absolutely irrelevant. Again, uh, I'm a scientist. Um, wind direction, the lack of moisture in the air makes sound travel, and in that situation, sound was traveling, and it didn't just sound like it was far away, right? So that. I mean, I could kind of see okay. that, I guess. Yes, I understand that. That's the goal. And yeah, all right. So and it's not. Well, I, I was standing out there and freaking, I, and I just hear pop, 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 and you just, I was like, God dang it. So here we go. All right. So anyway, I'm, hey, I'm the same good. team. Sounds good. Have a good one. Right. Be safe. So there you go. Um, bit of the background uh, in the body cam footage for uh, for Kyle Seraphin and. Um, you know, just another example of uh, of our wonderful FBI. It is a perfect range. You would think it would have been just fine. You know what I'm saying? But uh, not in this world. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. But anyways, um, I've been meaning to kind of dig into that a little bit, a little bit, and see what was more about it. And I didn't get a chance to do it before I was live, so I figured, hey, we'll do that with you guys. <laughs> Congratulations, you got to sit through that with me. Interesting story nonetheless. Hey, Denise, great to see you out there. J.D. Rich in the house as well. Much love to you guys over the Rumble crowd. Uh, Michelle's in the house as well. Thanks for joining us there today on the Rumble crowd. Uh, thanks. Do me a favor, hit that plus button over there. Twitch crowd's out there looking and listening in as well. What's up, Kirk, Susan, many others. Liberty Bells, Timberjet, thanks for being here. Jay dropping a can on me. Thank you very much, Jay Bell. Much love. I appreciate that. Fun night the other night. <laughs> uh, we're not allowed to have fun, Jay. Don't, whatever you do, you can't have fun in this world. <laughs> but it was fun hanging out with you the other night uh, with uh, Volution. I mean, excuse me, Severe. But uh, uh, usually, you know, at nights, most nights, kind of out there lurking and listening and hanging out. Um, anyways, all right, bottom of the hour. I got a bunch of other stuff we need to get to, and we're already, I've already spent uh, too much time babbling. Thank you, Chris, for reminding me. Um, the other day, I was telling you guys a little bit of a story about uh, when I found this bracelet, man, and uh, the bracelet that has uh, Isaiah 4031 on it, and just the, the odd thing about finding this bracelet going through my times. Um, and my awesome sister had a, had a thought go through her head that she wanted to – she really liked that story, and she wanted to get me something. And coming in the mail today is this really cool, um, you know, saying of the exact same verse that I'm going to put on my wall where I walk by every day. But those who hope in the Lord will recover their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Isaiah 4031. Thank you, sis, very much for that. I really, I really do appreciate it. Uh, on the heels of, um, you know, my, my father's, our father's death uh, a year ago, I know you and my other sister are out there trying to uh, celebrate his life. Um, and we will celebrate uh, Pop's life tomorrow with uh, a reading of his obituary 
heavy on our hearts for sure. But much love to you guys. Hang ten, lurking and working. Thanks for the thanks for the can cookie. I appreciate that, brother. Let me keep it moving. There was something else that caught my eye yesterday that I didn't get a chance to uh, to show to you guys, and I wanted to show you. I can't exactly remember why I highlighted this. There's, you know, yesterday was just a a, a spinning day, but Ollie Bradley is an independent journalist um, down. Let's see, I'm not sure exactly from where. Transparency in the name of the game, um, and. For some reason, this caught my eye uh, with, let's see, she has a discussion about Uvalde, what I have learned from sources that have responded inside the home of grandparents of Uvalde gunmen, realities for ranchers and so-called runners is another uh, stream she has, steady stream of immigrants crossing into the United States, county judge discussing situation at the southwest border, inside the temporary morgue holding 27 migrant bodies in Texas, weird. Um, but a lot of reporting from the border and I, you know, there have been some politicians who have, have gone down to the, excuse me, some uh, reporters and, and independent journalists that have gone down there, but you haven't really seen a whole lot of, of, uh, reporting from down there. So I, again, I don't know anything about Allie Bradley. I don't know anything about this person at all. It could be a complete, uh, miss, but coming across some stuff, uh, with people that I respect that you know, showing me her stuff, I, I decided that I needed to highlight it to you as well. Here's an example. So, you know, as an example, I, I don't need you to, to tell me what I'm seeing. <laughs> Right. I don't need you to analyze it. I don't need you to really give me any commentary, but that just, just take a look at the 12 seconds will tell me a lot about what I need to know about our border right now. Will it not? Right. So, you know, the, I, I love content like that, that kind of speaks for itself. And now she does have others that are, you know, where she, she adds commentary and stuff, but I'm just saying as an example, another, um, it's an eight minute video from a County judge discussing the situation, at the Southwest border realities for ranchers, a 12 minute video, um, on undivided. Let's hear the first part of this. Let's see what this is. A new year, but still the same unresolved issues at our nation's Southern border. As the immigration crisis rages on, there is now a battle being fought on private lands across the southern U.S. With border agents busy processing migrants, border security is at times taking a back seat, leaving landowners on the front lines of a worsening reality. Undivided contributor Allie Bradley embedded with the Texas Department of Public Safety to see firsthand what this reality is like for not only ranchers, but the so-called runners. The Texas DPS elite brush team and Texas National Guard run through thick, thorny terrain and near freezing temperatures. It teams on the ground follow the prompts from the air. I got you. Embedded with these crews, within three hours, we encountered four small groups in just one county. Learning firsthand that these groups are not the family units we're seeing in Yuma, Arizona, or in Del Rio, Texas, where they're crossing the Rio and self-surrendering to border agents. Texas DPS Lieutenant Christopher Oliveira says the majority of these so-called runners we encountered were single adults from Mexico. Texas DPS made more than 2,500 arrests for criminal trespass since June. And it's those unprecedented numbers that are causing concern for some Texas ranch owners. 
Lisa Connolly and her family have a ranch in Kinney County. She says on average, she would see five or six migrants on their property in a year. Now it's happening daily. I feel safer with it on. Lisa, who was a retired elementary and high school teacher, now straps her pistol to her hip to go outside to water her plants or feed their dogs. You know that you would use it if you needed to, but the thought of having to do that is so scary. If there was a real confrontation, how would that play out? What would I be? You know, what would that be like? And I just pray that it's someone that wants to just continue to pass through, that they're not wanting to stop. But the reality is they're stopping. They're stopping at places. And they're demanding things. Well, give us water, give us food, give us a ride. No, get off my property. As long as they're on their property and they can carry a gun, they can have it on their hip, they can carry a rifle, whatever the case may be, to protect themselves. Lisa says she's grateful that the Kinney County Sheriff supports the citizens living there. Uh, now, can they go out and just say, hey, they're on my property and shoot them? No, that's, that, that's not how it works. Customs and Border Protection reports show the number of people crossing into the U.S. has not slowed down. Sheriff Coe says he felt like his back was up against a wall. According to the Texas Constitution, I can deputize people to help. The sheriff said he was granted permission to deputize 10 people. He says he's already sworn in three who still have peace officer status. Texas Governor Greg Abbott has expanded Operation Lone Star several times, this time to allow for law enforcement on a state and county level to make arrests for criminal trespass. The numbers haven't gone down. Um, in okay. fact, if it, they've gone up, their usual caseload a month is 10. Now 10 we're a looking month. at about, yeah, now we're looking at about 600 a month. According to Kinney County Attorney Brent Smith, they have made more than 2,000 arrests for criminal trespass since August. As part of Operation Lone Star, Texas DPS has installed thousands of cameras on private lands along the border. It's, it's not known who's on your property. It's also, you know, we've had vehicles stolen. When I say we, the county residents okay. have had a vehicle stolen. Um, people being trying to grab that out of their truck at gates. Everyone's frustrated. Everyone's sick and tired of having this and not having their, you know, peaceful right to their property. Ranchers like the Connollys, whose livelihood depends on their land, say they're consistently having to make repairs to fences being cut by migrants or to water lines that have been severed. So what does that mean for you? That means that I get to work on weekends, which I'm going out right now to fix the water line. God calls you to be loving, of course, but that doesn't mean you need to disregard the, the laws of the land and especially of the greatest nation in the world, the United States. What is affecting us today is going to be affecting the rest of the United States in the months and weeks to come. Yeah, as you can see happening around us all the time now. Um, again, I just very little reporting I've seen coming out of of the border. So I this is you know I think worth our time to actually hear the stories of these people. Um, AliBradleyTV.com is where you can find this. Um, I'll get the link out there for you in just a moment. I just kind of wanted to see if there was anything else here. I, you know, f finding independent journalists who are reporting on stories like these where you're not getting a whole lot of reporting on them. Uh, she's got stories, homeless in Seattle, stuck in Cabal, former U.S. Army interpreter pleading for help. Um, Texas border, is there a crisis? I think quite clearly that question's been answered. Who am I? I started to stelling, telling stories as a journalist in 2007, says Allie Bradley. But the truth is, I've been sharing stories to anyone who will listen my entire life. I graduated from the Edward R. Murrow School of Communications with an emphasis in broadcasting from Washington State University. Go Cougs. 
I started my career at Fox Sports Northwest and then moved to uh, Wyoming as a morning news anchor. Um, then she moved to Toledo for more experiences, landed in Pennsylvania as an evening anchor for about three years. Fought tooth and nail to get back home to be with my family in Washington State. Made it, but it wasn't what I imagined. So now I am on my own, fueled by the support and encouragement and the truth. Uh, that is pretty cool. Uh, so there you go. Uh, OllieBradleyTV.com. I'll continue to keep an eye on uh, her work. And, and if um, you know she has more reporting that I think uh, we need to highlight, uh, I'll make sure I bring that to you guys. It's, it's just nice to see. You know what I'm saying? You don't, you don't get a whole lot of sources uh, for, for stories like those right now and too, too many uh, news reporters, quote unquote, spending too much time uh, spinning narratives instead of, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, preaching to the choir there. Go Cougs, man. Many, many years ago, the property uh, was destroyed. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, lots of stories like that down by the border. No doubt about it. What's up, Rumble Crowd? Motivated mom in the house. Good evening. What's for dinner? You're you're only about 45 minutes late. Don't worry. You haven't missed much. I just uh it's a fairly quiet news day for the first hour, so just playing some interesting uh stuff uh, um out there from uh, uh FBI agent who uh had his life turned upside down by the FBI and others. So, uh that's what we're up to today. Thank you very much for hanging out. What's for dinner though? Anybody else out there cook, cooking and listening? Usually the the crowds out there cooking and listening. <laughs> All right. Um, I, I highlighted this to, to Joe, and he'll probably give you guys an, another discussion about this later. But I want to kind of get into Conic here a little bit on the same uh, discussion. Whoops. Hold on a sec. Let me fix this. On the same discussion of uh, the FBI with all their tough talk. Director Ray says, if you're FBI and you're trying to, to malign influence people in America, we're coming after you, man. Mr. Tough Guy Ray over there in his press conference on Monday. Hilarious. Thank you, Paulie. God bless my pops indeed. Enchiladas for dinner, Nate. That sounds good. You know what? That's going to be added to my list of stuff to eat or stuff to cook in the near future. But, yeah, so I'll wait for um, the DOJ and, and Garland to hold a press conference on, uh, on malign influence in our elections, specifically, you know, the, the 2020 election. Smoked pork chops and rice. Now that looks good. Screw cooking. I'm too tired. I'm going out. <laughs> um, I want to say it was about a year ago or so. We highlighted a Australian parliamentarian. Is that her official title? Queensland uh, MP. She's an MP for in Australia for Queensland. Fiona Simpson. And she was talking about Chinese, uh, how the Chinese influenced the Australian elections. The, the you know, she's CCP influenced Australia's elections and threw Australia into a uh, nothing more than a puppet of, con- of control for China. In case you didn't know what, what China and, and she has done to Australia, if you completely missed the reality of that, you may want to go take a look back at what China has done to Australia. Anyways, Fiona Simpson, MP, had some words about Connick. The FBI didn't. They, they really didn't have much to say. Uh, Garland in the DOJ, they really didn't have much to say about Connick. They were too busy with, uh, uh, I don't know, 
uh, trapping somebody into a uh, some garbage. I guess I don't know what they do over at the FBI. Nonetheless, down in Australia, they know what Connick is. They know what China is. They know what she is. They don't have to have anybody explain it to them in very simple terms that she is not a patriot as we would see it in the West by any means. Three minutes from Australia's parliamentarian Fiona Simpson. The CEO of an overseas-owned election software company that has a contract with the Electoral Commission of Queensland has been arrested on suspicion of putting American polling booth worker data onto Chinese servers is extremely alarming. Yu Jingyu, the founder and CEO of Connect Inc., the foreign company that fully owns the Australian subsidiary Connect Australia, will face the US justice system and they will determine the facts of the allegations originating from LA County. Regardless of the outcomes in the USA, my concerns are with the sovereign capability, security and procurement of the Queensland election management system how this firm came to get a contract over local Australian suppliers and the unknown cost of the Connect contract. Extremely serious questions still need to be answered by the Queensland Government and ECQ about the Connect contract, which involves sensitive software used to manage Queensland elections, particularly the personal data of election workers. Eugene Yu tried to sue me for raising issues about, about Connect and the procurement process, demanding an apology and compensation last year. I have refused to do so, and I consider the questions I've been raising about our election system and how it's managed, and the procurement process to award Connect this contract are more than reasonable and in the public interest. I believe these legal manoeuvres by Mr Yu are attempts to bully and gag an elected representative, and I'll continue to demand greater transparency and, tra and accountability as well as security of our election system so that citizens have more than just the word of the government to trust them. It's on the public record that Connect's EMS election management system, which uh, deals with things such as the election, uh, the, the data of polling booth workers, uh, wasn't ready in time for the uh, local government election 2020 uh, because of problems it was running late and the Queensland Chief Customer and Digital Officer Chris Fechner said in the written submission to a parliamentary committee, I quote, the delivery of the project was further impacted in the final development of bug fixing stages during January and February 2020, as most of the coding resources were based in Wuhan, China, and were negatively impacted by the COVID-19 lockdown, end quote. You wouldn't believe it, but it's the truth. It's on the parliamentary record. When the Attorney-General Shannon Fenneman was asked about this issue on October 6, 2022, after the arrest of Mr Yu in the USA, she said there's no evidence of a data breach in relation to Queensland electoral data, and I, I table a transcript of her media statement or media interview. I believe the Attorney-General needs to provide further clarity that she's talking about all the data, not just the electoral role, because the election management system deals with polling booth workers. We need to know it's safe, it's secure, and there's independent checks on this and not just the word of the government. And how much has Connect been paid? It's all commercial and confidence. We should know. We should know. And she's rightfully um, upset at uh, what's going on in Australia, as well she should be. The CEO Oops. of an overseas-owned election software... Sorry about that. Uh, do me a favor. If you guys... We've talked about this. We uh, <laughs> This news story that she's referencing, we talked about, what, several months ago. 
um, with regards to Wuhan and what happened in Australia. Um, this is from what, three days ago, October 14th. So, uh, a couple weeks ago. So some of you may have already seen that out there, obviously. Um, but to set this up, um, and to have again, this discussion about she and the CCP should be clear to everybody out there, right? No, no, it's not. Apparently it's not. Anywho, check this out. Greg Reese has an article talking about Conic. There's been some discussion with uh, several great articles out there with uh, uh, Canic of the Great and several others have put some stuff together. Uh, this one's got almost 100,000 views from yesterday already. So what does that tell you? Communist China rigging elections with Conic Incorporated. Huh. Man, it's almost as if she is trying to help America and destroy globalism. What? I... Connect Incorporated, who built a communication platform called ChineseBrief.com for the Confucius Institute, was incorporated in 2002 in Michigan by Chinese immigrant Eugene Yu, who then went on to create a research and development subsidiary of Connect Incorporated in communist China, registering as a foreign national under his Chinese name with U.S. dollars. One week later, Connect in Michigan begins outsourcing to communist China for election software coding, and they begin developing an entire product line of digital election software. In 2014, they were focusing on developing an election backend server subsystem. In 2015, they filed a patent for network voting of absent electorates. This patent was then quickly transferred to a brand new company born out of the CCP's big tech division that specializes in elections. Connect Australia was established by Eugene Yu in 2018 and during the 2020 elections in Queensland, reporting problems were caused by coding resources being locked down in China, revealing that Australia's election software was being written by coders in Wuhan, China. According to a Chinese document entitled International Elite Entrepreneurship, the mission of Connect Incorporated is to become one of the top 50 e-commerce service providers for schools and government in the United States. A communist Chinese company quietly running election software systems out of Michigan. One would normally expect this to be a much bigger story. In November of last year, Connect received a $300,000 grant from Governor Gretchen Whitmer's team. On October 3rd, the New York Times published an article defending Connect entitled How a Tiny Elections Company Became a Conspiracy Theory Target. The next day, Eugene Yu is arrested for suspicion of stealing poll data. He is extradited to Los Angeles, where Connect had a five-year contract with LA County Elections. Prosecutors in Los Angeles claimed that Connect was illegally giving sensitive data to their partners in communist China. 
George Soros-appointed District Attorney Gascon said the investigation only involved personal information of election workers and would not impact election results. And now, Chinese spy and Connect CEO Eugene Yu's case has been sealed. The corrupt FBI has reportedly vouched for him. He was released from custody, given an electronic tracking bracelet, and scheduled to report back for arraignment on November 17th. Oh, yeah, that'll Well happen. after the U.S. elections. Yeah, that'll Meanwhile, happen. Connect provides the software for the U.S. military's mail-in ballots. They manage polling campaigns for elections in Australia, Canada, and several areas of the United States. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Communist China rigging elections with Connick Incorporated. And you got Garland holding press conferences about Huawei. <laughs> Everybody heard what he said at the press conference on Monday, right? Basically, all he said was, well, we set a trap for some guys to do some illegal stuff and they fell for it. And now we're propping them out there in front of you so, they can, so, so we can say, hey, we're tough on China. Okay. Thanks, FBI. Great work, Garland. Hey, also, have you have you heard about this company called Conic? Uh, pretty sure that uh, your DOJ was presented with information of criminality and uh, nothing happened with it. Everyone, did everyone caught that too, right? And now they're going after Eugene Yu for privacy stuff? Right. There's no election rigging here. Don't, don't worry about that, China. We're not going to push that button because if we go there, then what's going to happen? Then it would be Taiwan probably. So there's a much more than meets the eye uh, happening out there. Is there not? All right, guys, I'll get off my freaking <laughs> high horse about uh, China. It, it's just baffling to me that, that, um, the 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 empirical evidence you have to ignore in order to come up with the idea that she is trying to help destroy globalism, it, I I just I it's a baffling to me. So I'm just trying to um, let it be known. You know what I'm saying? Uh, let's see here: hot ham sandwich, sharp cheddar cheese, or a sandwich or two. Just give me a sandwich, huh? That sounds uh, that sounds good. I had a, a two egg uh, over medium with uh, sausage on a English muffin that I made earlier today was freaking delicious, and I made a mess all over everything. I had to make those a little less runny, I suppose. <laughs> Timberjet in the house. Moto Cowgirl prayers up for Nate, indeed. What's up? What's going on with Nate Kane? Uh, I heard I saw somebody up there mention uh, Nate Kane. What's going on with him? Um, I can do a quick dig on that, I suppose. Liberty Bells in the house. Knock my socks off. Everyone's sharing their, their dinner treats tonight out there. You guys have some amazingly delicious ideas out there. I got to tell you. That brown sauce, I love doing uh, slow-cooked stuff in brown sauce. I absolutely love that. I do a, uh, a Salisbury steak that's absolutely delicious that I haven't cooked in a while because it's too much for one person. But anyways, um, you guys have some great uh, cooking ideas out there. I'll have to come up with some new ones. I got to come up with some new recipes. 
grilled cheese. <laughs> There's a good one. <laughs> Thanks, Jay <Jenny> Rich. <laughs> An easy dinner. <laughs> Bacon cheeseburger does sound delicious. I do have some, some, uh, I should, maybe I'll do that. I'll, I need to get my grill fixed. My grill broke on me. And when we moved the, the base of it just kind of collapsed into little pieces, which is just freaking awesome. Brand new two, uh, not even a two year old grill. The base of it just rusted to nothing and fell apart. Isn't that nice? Gotta love uh, how they create grills these days to make sure that they rust out after two years, so you have to buy a new one. It's funny how that works, isn't it? They turn they turn the used car racket into a a grill racket. <laughs> Still waiting for your breakfast, uh, Denise? What's going on across the pond over there? I got an article for you in the in the second half here today. I see uh, we have our our answers on Sunic already. Uh, that didn't take long, huh? Uh, let's see what else is going on over there. Rumble crowd, just kind of lurking and listening. Great to see you guys over there. Uh, Twitch crowd is, uh, just lurking and listening as well. Thanks for being out there today, guys. Comfortably numb. Uh, UK Patriot is out there lurking and listening as well. Many others out there as well. Kirk, what's good. And the rest of you guys as well. Bacon cheeseburger sounds good. It does sound good actually. <laughs> no worries, Moto Cowgirl. Uh, thank you all for the gold pills today as well. I appreciate you guys very much for the support. Polly, Hang Ten Alien Surfer, J Bell, Judy, the Lady Pug, Small Smalls in Tennessee, JC Bird, who cares? My bro Joe, Brian, Tennessee Tim and Leadfoot, and others. Thank you guys. And actually, that's all of them. Actually, JC Bird as well. I think I got you all. Thank you guys very much for the support. Fifty one forty five gold pills today. You guys are amazing. Much love, and I see uh, the, many others uh, coming online here at the top of the hour, and the the turnover of the crowd working their way through so i'm kind of like uh, waiting for the the 5 p.m crowd to work their way in here today so um thanks guys for being here today yeah i got i figured i that was a pretty easy one to figure out huh denise you can see what he's up for he's uh self-preservation for sunic <laughs> it looks pretty clear to me too as well uh Every time you guys get close, you know, it's just like here. You get close to breaking through of the garbage globalist. They pull you right back in. It's ridiculous, man. All right, let's get to the second half. What do we got? New York Post is hacked today. Hmm. New York Post has been uh, one of the utmost in reporting information on uh, Hunter Biden. Uh, we've been reading their articles and, and, and highlighting as much of them as much as possible. And coming to us today from Inside Paper, New York Post is hacked in tweets calling for the assassination of Biden and lawmakers. Nice. So way to get uh, try to get New York Post banned, huh? They had been hacked by an employee after the tablo tabloid newspaper. Nice. Twitter account posted a series of antagonistic messages, including a call for the assassination. Uh, the rogue tweets were removed late Thursday morning. The New York Post has been hacked. We are currently investigating the cause. A message on the tabloid. Do they call him a tabloid? Did you see this from Insider Paper? Now, how funny is that? They call the New York Post a tabloid because why? They report on election integrity and Hunter Biden. Is that why Insider Paper? Anyways, you guys know I try to take in as many different sources as possible, and they seem to be, for the most part, while they spin plenty of narratives, they can get you some stories out there with some nuggets. That's why I always pay attention to left-wing sources as well. But anyways, um, <laughs> there was – I don't – I didn't see all the tweets, and I ain't going to mess – you know, say them all, but um, – Apparently, the employee that uh, that did this has been terminated, 
and um, they have pulled the, the stuff down. So I, I don't know if you can call that hacked, really, if it's by an insider employee. Is that really is that really getting hacked? I don't, I'm not quite sure how that works, but anywho. In the United Kingdom, as uh, Denise over there talking about Sunak, um, already he reinstating the fracking ban in uh, the campaign's U-turn. Um, Prime Minister Rishi Sunak on Wednesday reinstated a ban on fracking in England, dropping a previous pledge to permit the practice that his predecessor, Liz Truss, enacted during her short tenure. Now, there is plenty of controversy around fracking. There is also all kinds of new technology coming online with regards to fracking. And considering the world's um, energy problems, shouldn't we at least have the discussion about um, the truth about fracking instead of all the misinformation that is out there with it? I think that would be a great place to start. Nonetheless, um, when you see somebody like this, instantly go against energy in a in a pending energy crisis around the world what does that tell you that tells you he's nothing more than a puppet and that's not good for united kingdom and the rest of us so man i don't know what's um how long denise how long do we have to wait until you guys actually have isn't it like three years or some shit before you guys actually have another election of any kind tour isn't it it's isn't it for a while before you guys have another when you have a chance to actually have your say again, instead of having somebody just be appointed as your new prime minister, I'm not quite sure how all that works, but um, fungus thrives in warm, damp areas. <laughs> Sunak is out for himself and his wife indeed. But uh, I think you guys are going to have to put up with him for a while. It appears um, unless you guys can get another no confidence vote going, maybe you can just continually re throw out prime minister after prime minister until you can find one that fits, <laughs> find one that actually works. For the people. Uh, I don't know what to say. Jeez. 2026. Seriously? You guys got to wait that long. Two years after ours. Wow. All right, then. What else do we got here? Acting uh, Pennsylvania Secretary of State warns of delays in counting midterm votes. It's really important to us to get the accurate information about the election process in Pennsylvania, Chapman said. So voters and the public know that when there are delays in counting, it doesn't mean that there's anything nefarious happening. It's, it's just uh, what the law is here in Pennsylvania, you see. Really nothing to see here. Don't uh, look at why it's going to take us weeks on end to come up with an election results. Don't. It's really no concern here at all. Um, so don't don't look over here. You just heard uh, Selena's analysis there. Closing this. Uh, no. On Monday, Pennsylvania Acting Secretary of State Leah M. Chapman revealed that there will likely be likely be delays in posting the results of the state's midterm election. Chapman detailed in a virtual news conference how the state would be handling handling the vote counting in the upcoming election, said it would likely take several days to count and certify the votes. <laughs> it's really important for, for us to get accurate information, she spun it. Chapman said the potential for delays is due to poll workers not being able to pre-canvas or count mail-in ballots before Election Day. Oh, it's about mail-in ballots. Gotcha. So... You got to wait till all those come in and then you got to see what the election results are. And then depending on how the election results are, you got to throw some extra ballots in there and those got to be counted later. Is that, is that how that actually works? No, there's nothing nefarious going on here at all. 
in response to the comments that voters should hold on to their mail-in ballots and turn them into their local board of elections on election day. Chapman urged voters not to delay in sending them in. We've heard that there's messaging out there in Pennsylvania as far as instructing voters to hold on to their mail-in ballots, she said. As part of our voter education campaign, we encourage voters to request that mail-in ballot now and return it as soon as possible. We don't want voters to delay. No, what we want you to do is when they send you a mail-in ballot and you didn't ask for one, to take that mail-in ballot with you and go vote in person and not allow that mail-in ballot to just go into the trash or somewhere else where it could be used somewhere else. That is what they're telling people to do and to make sure that a ballot hasn't already been counted in your name. It's actually a common sense measure, if you think about it. Makes a lot of sense to say, if, if I didn't request a ballot and I got a ballot in the mail, but I really would rather vote in person so that I know that my vote actually was registered the way I registered it in theory. I'm not quite sure you can go even that far, but hey, we'll, we'll, we'll try. <laughs> what they're telling people is to bring those unsolicited mail-in ballots with you and not to just toss them. But hey, that would make too much sense, wouldn't it there, Pennsylvania? Two races being closely watched are, of course, Mastriano and Fetterman. We'll see. Pennsylvania, don't anticipate getting any results <laughs> on election night in Pennsylvania and in Illinois and a bunch of other places around the country as well. What's up, Z Patriot? Good to see you out there, man. Hope all is well. Yeah, don't give it back to the post office. That's what voter that's what we're trying to inform voters about, but That's not what we talk about. Uh, Project Veritas in the news today. Speaking of FBI whistleblowers, a document revealing FBI investigating misinformation ahead of the midterm elections. And here we go again with that term misinformation. Also being targeted are crimes related to misinformation defined on the sheet as false or misleading information spread mistakenly or unintentionally. A new whistleblower document obtained by Project Veritas has revealed that the Federal Bureau of Investigation is targeting election crimes related to misinformation and disinformation ahead of the midterm elections next month. The document provided to Project Veritas by an FBI whistleblower is titled 2022 Midterm Elections Social Media Analyst Sheet. <laughs> what? Let me try that again. Where did that go? Oh, it broke It's entitled the 2022 midterm election social media analysis cheat sheet and outlines election crimes that the FBI is targeting. Disinformation is included as one of these crimes defined as false or inaccurate information intended to mislead voters. Disinformation campaigns on social media are used deliberately to confuse, trick, and upset the public. Also being targeted are crimes related to misinformation. Crimes. Related to misinformation defined on the sheet as false or misleading information spread mistakenly or unintentionally. Can I, can somebody explain to me how it's a crime to mistakenly or unintentionally spread something? Anyways, sounds like we live in the United Kingdom now. <laughs> I didn't, I don't like that thought. You're under arrest. Other crimes listed are voter intimidation and suppression, voter and ballot fraud, election influence and inf interference, and crimes related to campaign finances. Uh, 
things to consider. Uh, Project Veritas uh, with another one out there today. I think we actually, this is actually ringing a bell. This is similar to what we had already discussed before. What are election crimes? There you go. The the good old cheat sheet there for for you to see. (laughs) That's out there. Project Veritas um, breaking some news. uh, Trying to keep that in the news anyway today. QAnon and on and on and on. QAnon and on and on. QAnon is in the minds of everybody out there. Apparently, QAnon is in the minds of everyone out there. You know what I'm saying? Support for the satanic pedophile elite theory jumped 5% this year to 49 million people. Huh. 49 million QAnoners now, huh? The expert says the cults are the beginning to dominate our political landscape. (laughs) I'm going to try to read this as best I can. Katie Hobbs, twin sister on tape, yeah. Religious research group records remarkable rise in the number of QAnon fans. Nearly a fifth of American adults, 50 million people are now believers in QAnon. <laughs> what? How do you get, how does this count work? Can I, hey, Miss MK. How does this, uh, is this like an official poll of every American? Excuse me. I need to ask you a question. Uh, do you or do you not support QAnon? Uh, well, what is QAnon? The answer should be, uh, uh, there's no such thing as QAnon, but however, comma, see the theory posits a cabal of child sex predators secretly running the world, you know, kind of like Epstein type thing, you know, Interventions at the rational level won't dent QAnon's appeal when you try to intervene with these people and say, look, even though Jeffrey Epstein is convicted of trafficking little girls for the purposes of elites, (laughs) don't, don't look at that. We need to speak more rationally about this and you need to ignore Republicans are the biggest fans, but 8% of Democrats also believers. Oh, man. We got 8% of those uh, blue dog Democrats are on our side, guys. Look out. Gubernatorial hopefuls Doug Mastriano and other Republicans have been linked to QAnon, even though there's no actual proof. Somebody just wrote a story that said, they're linked to QAnon. And then they're like, see, now you're linked to QAnon. That's how that works. <laughs> Growing list of criminal episodes have been blamed on QAnon adherence. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, it was not pulled either. I do not support QAnon. Sorry. There's no such thing. The bizarre QAnon credo grew in popularity by 5% this year, with nearly a fifth of Americans now following the belief of the devil-worshipping pedophile elite secretly runs U.S. institutions. A new poll has shown. A public religion research group, PRRI, did a survey on Thursday. 
showed a big uptick in these QAnon ideology people. <laughs> and the, the amount of people rejecting the idea of QAnon fell by a whopping 10% since last year's survey. The survey was of 2,500 adults indicates that some 49 million Americans now believe that the government, media, financial worlds are run by Satanists who manage a vast child trafficking ring. How could you possibly believe with all the empirical evidence that that is true? Republicans are QAnon's biggest fans. (laughs) 27% of them subscribing to the theory. 19% of independents and 8% of Democrats For a whopping grand total (laughs) of over 53% of Americans believing in this crazy QAnon conspiracy theory. (laughs) Steady growth in Republicans over the years. That's good to see. And independents, while some rejectors have dropped by a lot. Oh, my God, dude. Sweet shirt, dude. It's a baseless conspiracy theory that shows that Jeffrey Epstein isn't real. The survey comes as the QAnon voting bloc chooses which candidates to back in November 8th midterm elections. These people are picking politicians now. Remarkably, PRI shows that the proportion of respondents qualifying as QAnon believers has increased by five percentage points. <laughs> Experts like Carl Miller, who's not actually an expert in anything really, but calls himself an expert. So therefore, he's an expert. He's an expert on conspiracy theories, you see. You see, what I do is I wrap my head in the world of conspiracy theories and spamming facts literacy debunking fact checking basically interventions at the rational level are not going to work the death of the gods author posted on social media there's no hope for these people you can't address them rationally they have too much evidence in their beliefs We have to wake up the fact that basically cults are beginning to dominate our political landscape, especially the Democrat cult and the environmental cult and the Marxist communist cult, especially that cult. We didn't write an article about that, but because, you know, the weather underground and Marx and that kind of stuff, we don't really like talking about stuff like that because that's too much truth, too. We'd rather point fingers at these people for knowing too much about those people. Not supposed to know these things. Can't talk about them. Not supposed to know that. Be quiet. You just go, go over there and be quiet. Researchers, which are another term for paid, uh, <laughs> paid people to form a narrative, also known as Georgia Tech... <laughs> Georgia Tech researchers were involved. Coincidentally, the same Georgia Tech researchers who found QAnon, or who found Trump working with Marussia, they assessed the level of support for QAnon theories by asking respondents three questions. 
targeting the core tenets of the conspiracy theory, including whether they believe that the global elite of satanic pedophiles, I would like to ask these researchers to please point me to the <laughs> Q post that points to that. I bet they have no clue which one it is. <laughs> they also asked whether respondents believed a storm is coming soon that will sweep away elites in power and restore the rightful, le rightful leaders. Whether the United States was so far off track that patriots may have to resort to violence. <laughs> That's part of the QAnon theory, huh? That patriots have to resort to violence. That, my friend, is how you spin a narrative. Show me the Q post that talks about any form of violence. Show me the Q post that says elites will be swept away. All you have are meathead Anons throwing shit up against a wall hoping for the best. Can I, can I analyze, read, disseminate, and talk about Q posts without being a QAnon crazy conspiracy theorist? And can I also not believe that a storm is soon coming that's going to sweep away elites in a mass arrest style of thing and not be a shill? Those two things I think are not, we're not allowed to, no, you can't do those things. You can't look at the world around us and go, huh, <laughs> not looking good for justice in the world around us. <laughs> in swing state, Pennsylvania, the Democrat candidate for governor, Josh Shapiro, has sought to tie his Republican opponent, Doug Mastriano, to QAnon conspiracy theories, even though there's literally zero evidence of it. So even though there's zero evidence of it and this guy's just throwing shit up against the wall trying to quote-unquote smear somebody, we'll add, go ahead and add that into our Daily Mail article to make sure we get that narrative out there. The adverts claim Mastriano is an important part of the movement who's tweeted QAnon craziness 52 times. Oh, my God. Joe Ray Perkins from Oregon believes in the baseless conspiracy theory, too. <laughs> You got to love these articles, man. <laughs> Natural causes could, could, would be just fine. I'm with you, bro. Trump, who's not on the ballot next month, but is sure in the conscience of America and everybody around there. These QAnon conspiracy theories using these Trump social platform. Trump shared an image of himself wearing a Q lapel. <sighs> saying the words, the storm is coming, referencing the eventual victory over opponents who would, be who would be tried or even executed on live television. Where did that come from? <laughs> Which meathead, independent, quote-unquote, citizen journalist came up with the idea that there was going to be executions on live television? Who's listening to these fucking people? What is QAnon and how did it get so big? Well, because there's a lot of evidence to support it. If you actually do the research yourself. <laughs> the Daily Mail doing whatever they can to try to smear patriots. You know, they tie in Mastriano into this. They try in all that. They try to tie in these people into smearing them into believing all of this garbage 
where if you actually ask them to point to the Q post that talks about live executions, they'll be like, uh, well, really, uh, this guy named In the Matrix came up with this thing. And I, I was like, ah, Media Matters wrote an article about it. Sounded good. Didn't have to be actually true, but. <laughs> oh, so there you go. They, for, for a theory that is completely irrelevant, boy, they really just can't stop, can they? <laughs> Let's see. Satanic search. Q post dropping with satanic in them. Three. Okay, what do we have? There are more good people than bad. The wizards and the warlocks inside term will not allow other satanic evil, satanic evil pieces of shit to control our country. Realize Soros, Clintons, Obama, Putin, etc., are all controlled by three families. The fourth was removed post Trump victory. Forget about the rest. That's a pretty interesting statement, isn't it? <laughs> you got all these QAnon adherents that will tell you, can literally pull a Q post out of their ass at any given point and tell you which one it is. But they forgot about this one. Forgot about Dre. Forgot about Putin. Q post 15 tying Soros, Clintons, Putin, Obama, etc. That should be obvious, shouldn't it? Right? Considering the Clintons ties with the Obamas and Uranium One and all that stuff with Putin, that should be obvious. But, I mean, that would be too make, make too much sense to write the obvious articles. It'd be easier to just to throw shit up against a wall. Listen to this. Manafort was placed into Trump's camp as well as others. The corruption that will come out is so serious that deals must be cut for people to walk away. Otherwise, 70% of elected politicians would be in jail. I wholeheartedly believe that statement. Is there, is there anyone out there? I challenge you to tell me the truth that 70% of our elected politicians shouldn't be in freaking jail right now. Forget about Republican and Democrat. You're already starting to see that already begin. What happened to John McCain, by the way? I'm trying to remember. A deep cleaning is occurring, and the prevention of and defense of pure evil is occurring on a daily basis. Although evil has a say in it, doesn't it? They never thought they were going to lose control of the presidency, not just Democrats, and thought they had control since making past mistakes under JFK and Reagan. Godspeed, patriots. Q post 29 came in on 11 1 2017. Some things must remain classified to the very end. Another Q post, a simple sentence that Anon seemed to just completely forget about. The classified nature of all of the things that we have learned, all of the things in the Durham investigation, all of the things that surround state secrets in the government. We have been given an insight into much more of that than any probably American in the history of the world. Shouldn't that remain at the top of our understanding of how this is going to play out in the public sphere? Some things must remain classified to the very end. Hmm. 
North Korea is not being run by Kim. He's an actor in the play. Who's the director of the CIA? The truth would sound so outrageous. Most Americans would riot, revolt, reject, etc. The pedal networks are being dismantled as evidenced every single day to anyone who looks at the pedal networks being dismantled. Child abductions for satanic rituals, i.e. Haiti, and other third world countries like Saudi Arabia in the Middle East and other places in Southeast Asia are paused, not terminated until players are all in, this, in custody. We hope and pray every single day that these scumbags are brought to justice. We pray every single day for God's guidance and direction as we are truly up against pure evil. A simple statement from an anonymous Q poster. These posts, not even marked as Q, as signed by Q, these we, we believe are, are pre-Q or at least part of the Q team. We don't know. Just interesting comments in general, are they not? We are truly up against pure evil. In 2017, do you think 50 million Americans understood what level of evil we are up against the way they do today? <laughs> There's a lot more than just 50 million Americans that understand the evil in this world that we are up against. I guarantee you that. These crazy conspiracy theorists. 4591 then comes, there's no more mention of satanic until 4591, which is Q post that came in on 7-18-2020. It's an article from Breitbart that says Nulty says a, a Connecticut satanic desecration marks the 11th attack on Christian churches. St. Joseph's church was vandalized this week as an unknown individual uh, painted satanic and anarchist symbols on its doors. Isn't that interesting that anarchist and satanic are brought in the same fold? What does that tell you about some of these analysts who seem to want anarchy? Maybe they're missing some guidance of God in their life if they are an anarchist at their core. Just saying. The church announced on a Facebook post between the hours of 9 p.m. and 6 a.m. Persons desecrated the Catholic Church in uh, as well in in New Haven, excuse me, as well as recent incidents in uh, what year was this written? 2020, 18 July 2020. Chattanooga, Queens, Boston, Sacramento, Ocala. There's no such thing as Satanism in our world. There's there's no such thing as a satanic cult. If there's no such thing, then why does this stuff happen? Is it just, just I don't know. I, I'm not, maybe the FBI could help us investigate this stuff. July 16th, Statue of Christ uh, decapitated in a Florida church. July 15th, Statue of Virgin Mary decapitated outside a Tennessee church. July 12th, Statue of Virgin Mary lit in fire in Boston. July 11th, suspect arrested uh, saying he plowed a minivan into a front door of a, of a Catholic church in Ocala. July 11th, arson suspected in a fire at St. Gabriel Mission in California. July 10th, Saint Vir uh, Statue of Virgin Mary desecrated with spray paint in Brooklyn. This is 2020 again. July 4th, Statue of St. Junipero, Sarah toppled in Sacramento, California. July 20th, excuse me, June 20th, Statue of St. Junipero, Sarah toppled in Los Angeles, California. June 19th, again, same. May 31st, St. John's Church firebombed in Washington, D.C. What more did you need to know about the satanic cabal in America and around the world? It's... It's a baseless theory, right? 
simple digs into a Q post can tell you a lot about our world, can't it? You crazy conspiracy theorists, you. <laughs> let's see. What are what are some other taglines in this Daily Mail article? Support. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Pedophile. Pedophile. Let's see. Elite. What's some other key taglines that they use in this stuff? You got to have all those key stuff in there. Uh, violence. Let's see if we can find some violence. Q posts. Q. What do you think about violence? Search for violence. See what pops up. 38 Q posts come up with violence. Let's see what they are. Daily Mail. This is very difficult. Will Summer had to go through like a, a kindergarten class on how to search Q posts. And he still hasn't figured it out. So I'm, I'm not leaving much hope for the Daily Mail either. May God also grant us the wisdom to ask what concrete steps we can take to reduce the violence and weaponry in our midst. Note, when we just we just sent the goal orders and when the tweet went live, coincidence, pray, Q. Huh. Re- re- reduce the violence. Okay, cool. Simply be diligent. Phone numbers will be provided if you witness an uprising or other domestic violence in addition to 9-11. You, you know, like Antifa? Huh. We have another one that has violence tagged here. What's this one? Project MK Ultra. Hmm. Man, don't look into Project MK Ultra and the CIA. You, you might look into how uh, psychotropic drugs make people do things that they don't realize they're doing. That that gets into some crazy woo-woo conspiracy stuff. You may not want to open your mind to that. That's that's kind of out there stuff. Probably the most interesting keyboard that comes up is 1641 when you mentioned violence. Came in on 6-28-2018. Coordinated effort to ramp pro-violent attacks on 4chan and 8chan and poll. What does that mean? Well, that means that people in the FBI and other places were planted into the polls to plant stuff for violence. Huh. Kind of like the whole Whitmer fednapping thing. Stage to frame poll protest supporters. A push for violence is a trap. Share Blue is coordinating the attacks. Cause and effect, mainstream media outcry to force action. Huh. It's already begun. The Huffington Post is showing what already in 2018 how this narrative can be fed into the media so that they can, you know, spin false narratives. The dark parts of the internet are celebrating the, capel- the Capital Gazette slangs when supposedly... A QAnon supporter came in and opened fire at the Capitol Gazette, even though the guy had no evidence he was a Q supporter and only wrote Q on his hand, thus must have been a Q supporter. Just one example of coordinated real-life attacks by Cher Blue to spin the narrative. Anticipated? What's the goal? Ready, David? (laughs) David Brock. We are not about violence, subversion, or control. We are simply providing fact-based information free of charge to the world. Whew, man, can't have that. Words, are, words that I don't like are violence. Like, I don't like this. And Anon wrote this. Articles about Q. Why did they never ask the Anons why they are here? Why don't they ask 50 million people why they're here? 
Real Anons are here as we follow the evidence, documented, verifiable evidence. We are building the truth of our history so we can expose and dismantle the corruption that has plagued our world for millennia. I invite any publication to print this as a statement of fact from an actual Anon. We do not tell you what to think or how to feel about a topic. We simply dig for the truth. And then we present what we find so it can be scrutinized by our peers for, for and further corroborated or discredited, which we're apparently not allowed to do anymore. The choice to know what we have found, verified, and presented is entirely up to you. Presenting our work in a way to, to imply we are some sort of a cult shows the world how corrupt the mainstream media has become. We are not about violence, subversion, or control. We are simply providing fact-based information free of charge to the world. Where we go, when we go all, feel free to share the world. And Q says, excellent. You cannot fool a massive group of dedicated gold star researchers. At what point does it become mathematically impossible? comms structure designed for a very specific reason q gotta love it any chance you get to uh go back and read some old q posts guys <laughs> and watch as the mainstream media specifically the daily mail try to discredit maga candidates into the q has not worked yet and will not work anymore either <laughs> no matter how hard they try Trump's going to be holding four rallies coming up here in four states ahead of the midterm elections here, guys. So check out that. I think this Saturday is the first one upcoming. And then I probably, you know, going into every week here, going into the election, several rallies upcoming. Trump planning on a blitz into rallies coming into the uh, election season here last, what, week and a half? What are we, how much time we got left? Week and a half, two weeks, not even, not even. So uh, President Trump doing four rallies in between now and the election. So buckle up, fams. That's going to be a lot of fun to, uh, to to do that. And I know for Joe, I know for sure that Joe's been trying to stream as much of these and have watch parties as possible. So keep an eye out for the watch parties for the rallies out there as well. The 50 million couldn't be because we sense the nation is going to hell in a has handbasket, could it? <laughs> As you know, probably, who cares news? That's probably an underestimate. I don't even want to tell them how many people around the world are QAnon adherents. These people believe in this crazy conspiracy theory stuff. Huge breaking video from Orlando breaking just as we were going live. Actually, it broke a little bit earlier today, but I saw it just as we were going live, so I haven't had a chance to take, check this out yet. What do we have here? Democrat blows the whistle on a widespread Orlando area. Ballot harvesting operation in black communities. Well, well, well. I was told that there is no such thing as these things, and true, the vote is just a bunch of bullshit. I didn't actually look into it because that takes effort, but because where I live, you can't have a voice. If you stand up or... Okay, we already played that video. Ever since the release of 2000 Mules has been frustrated by the lack of information. A former Democrat candidate for governor, candidate for Orange County, Florida commissioner stepped up and is blowing the whistle on widespread voter fraud operation in the Orlando area. Florida's no-nonsense Republican Governor Ron DeSantis has asked his new election crimes unit to recommend state police conduct a full criminal investigation 
into the affidavit filed by a Democrat whistleblower that outlines a widespread ballot harvesting operation that allegedly has been taking place in black communities in Central Florida for years. In late August, former uh, Orange County Commissioner candidate Cynthia Harris filed an affidavit with Florida's Secretary of State's office alleging that the ballot harvesters showed up at their home attempting to collect her ballot when she shut them down. Harris claims they are part of an illegal ballot harvesting operation that's been going on for years in the black community in the Orlando area. According to Harris, ballot harvesters are paid $10 for the ballot they collect. Hey, you're going to vote this year? No. Can I buy your ballot? What, you're going to pay me for what I'm going to throw away? Yeah, you want 10 bucks for it? Cool. Here, take my ballot. <laughs> nice, isn't it? Now you know why we need more mail-in ballots. Easier to do this. Check it out from Cynthia Harris in her own words. In, I think it's 2017, as uh, Amanda was mentioned, you actually had a woman come to your door, had a script, tried to solicit your ballot from you. Tell us a little bit about that story. So uh, this uh, this lady, she, she worked for the known ballot broker, and she came to my house, and she asked for the absentee ballot. I invited her in my house. And I was talking to her and I asked her who she was working for and she had a script in her hand. So I said, well, you mind if I um, take a look at your script? I mean, she said, sure. Not knowing that who I was, she didn't realize who I was when she came to my house. And I said, you mind if I make a copy? So I made a copy and gave her back her, her script. And so that's how I was able to see the actual physical script that they are given when they're going to from door to door. A uh, few minutes later, I guess she fell something off. So she called the person that's in charge of all of the ballot harvesters. They came to my door. I took pictures as well with that, um, got cussed out, was told to give them their property. And I'm like, anything that comes in my house is my property. <laughs> So um, I took a piece of paper and I tore it to make them think that they got the original copy and they left and that and the video aired on the local news station here. And that was the end of the story. So I'm still trying to keep as many of these, you know, into the, the public sphere as possible. The collection and delivery of ballots by third parties is illegal in Florida. Hopefully, you know what I'm saying, more to come on this front. Ballot brokers typically work up to a year in advance, she said. Ballot brokers visit individuals in their residences and assist the individual with filling out a request for a mail-in ballot. Then after the mail-in ballot arrives, the voter is instructed to wait for the ballot broker returns to the individual residence. They're asked to not seal the certificate envelope. Uh, also, just like in Wisconsin, vulnerable patients in rehabilitation centers and nursing homes in Florida also targeted <clears throat> elderly communities as well. Nursing homes, ballot brokers get on a list of residents by cross-referencing the address with a voter registration list, she explained. The ballot broker figures out the best way to make contact, usually through friends and family that may, may not know they're even part of the scheme. They help the resident fill out the mail-in ballot or just take the mail-in ballot from the nursing home and deliver it to the ballot broker. At some point, more of the media is going to cover these stories of ballot fraud, aren't they? 
Cynthia's my hero as well. How about that? Somebody's standing up for, for what's right. You know, we had the, the evidence of in, in, in Detroit dropping off stacks of 40 or 50 at a time. That This is just not real, I take it, I right? This is conspiracy theory? Is that, is that what the U.S. government is telling me? Hey, PayPal, you're going to find me for showing you this video of people dropping multiple ballots into a ballot drop box? And what? And what? Write this off as a, it, it's legal? <laughs> Nothing to see here, right? Right, media? The disinformation board? No, there's no such thing as ballot harvesting? No? Okay. Just keep, we'll just keep playing the videos and the evidence for the people and they, they can make their own uh, determinations about what's real and what's not. People that actually spent the time watching 2000 mules, they might actually have a clue about what's really happening in our world, huh? All right. Um, thanks for hanging out today, guys. Um, I'm sure you can tell it's, we're getting through it. We're getting through it today, guys. We're doing what we can. I appreciate you all being here. Tomorrow is the call-in show. So tell me why I'm wrong about she, Trump, and Putin. Call in and tell me why I'm wrong. And let's have the discussion. Tell me how I'm wrong that she is nothing more than uh, uh, hand-in-glove with globalist economy. All right. I don't know, man. I just don't, I'm not, I don't understand. I don't understand why people keep pushing that stuff, dude. It's a, it's a waste of time and a complete distraction, but hey, whatever. Uh, let's see. What do we have out there? PayPal. We talked about that earlier today. If you haven't deleted your PayPal yet, go ahead and do so. Jordan Sather said PayPal misinformed me that the altered user agreement was an error and that misinformation stipulation was going to get removed. Now do they owe me 2,500 bucks? <laughs> uh, Jordan Sather out there. Good, good call, bro. Uh, let's see. Anything else from stormy Patriot Joe? Elon Musk storming into Twitter headquarters right now, having a blast. So, um, we'll see what happens with Twitter, man. If I get my Twitter back, Oh my God. <laughs> I am going to have to fight the urge to just told you so. I uh, told you, told you, yep, told you that one too. Here's this one too from 2015. Um, <laughs> but I won't. I'm never going to be that I told you so type of person. But I will just um rehashtag a bunch of stuff from five, ten years ago. Oh, hey, did you see this one? Nope, me didn't cover that one either. Don't forget Netflix has the new uh, series called The Watcher, which talks about blood sacrifice in our world, but there's no such thing as a cabal cult. Oh, Fetterman all over the place. I don't even, that guy is, if that guy wins, man, we have officially lost. It's time to give up. (laughs) Not literally. I'm kidding. You checked. You're still suspended too. Yeah, I'll wait for my account to come back. There ain't no chance. We'll see. I hope it does, man. Beware of false flags in Europe. Lots of talk about that. Everybody saw as Putin raised the uh, the temperature into uh, nuclear. 
And then everybody ignored the fact that Putin Putin was the one that raised the temperature into nuclear, but I guess whatever. If you love Putin, then there's nothing he can do wrong, including telling the world he's going to engage nuclear war. <laughs> but, okay, whatever. Oh, it's so frustrating, bro. I can't get it off my freaking head. How, how, it, it's not, it, it's just how many people give any kind of credence to the garbage. It's, it baffles me. It continues day after day after day. Let's learn more about the corrupt agent, Steve D'Antonio. D'Antonio, that would be a yes. As the Governor Whitmer fednapping case hit the, uh, hit the fan today as well. Um, I saw they got, they got, uh, uh, sentenced today or whatever. Uh, what else do we have here? Coach Ice County caving, lots of great work being done out there by, um, you know, all the, the ground workers, so to speak, the boots on the ground, actually people on the front lines making the change out there. Lots of great stories out there on that front. Um, lots of talk about Zeldin and the rest. So all kinds of talks about, uh, the key, the key races out there. Um, the Orlando news getting out there far and wide now as well. Um, Greg Phillips truthing this just five minutes ago, highlighted by just human doing the right thing. Isn't always easy, but it's always right. We were held in contempt of court because we refused to burn our confidential informant on our researchers or our researchers. We go to jail on Monday unless we comply. So all the ones that have been uh, talking shit about Greg Phillips nonstop. <laughs> What's bothering me about that disinformation campaign? Um, What's bothering me about the uninformed, ignorant idea that somehow she, Putin, and Trump are working together to save our world. <laughs> shouldn't shouldn't everybody look at that and go, uh, you know, that's not helpful in far, as far as informing the public about what's really happening in our world. That's really not helping any kind of research or search for truth. And it's getting so much freaking traction by people out there constantly spewing the shit over and over again. It's bad. It's Baffling to me to watch the same shit happen over and over again. In general, that is what I'm trying to explain. If that makes any sense whatsoever. Probably not. Not making much sense today at all, am I? <laughs> no, it does not meet the smell test. When you look at uh, what she has done all around the world, including here in America, Trump to hold a rally in Pennsylvania on November 5th. Let's check in with Trump's uh, true social here real quick as we wrap the show up here. Last eight minutes or so left. Thank you guys for all the gold pills out there today. D.W. Delano, my second cousin, Rory Guy, played the tall man in the scary movie Phantasm. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting little nugget there. Thank you guys for the gold pills today over there on uh, on on the foxhole.app, pill.net. Everyone over there on Rumble Crowds, a good crowd over there today as well. And the Twitch crowd is on fire today. Thank you guys over there on Twitch for hanging out and listening today. Let's see here. 11 minutes ago, President Trump, Virginia, vote for Yesley Vega for Congress. 
uh, getting his endorsements out there today. Um, no one can beat Trump in 2024. Trump says, I agree. Connie Scott will deliver an incredible results in Nooses County judge. Nice. Getting the judges out there. I knew he would get closer into the judges, closer to the election as well. God bless him for that. We could use some guidance on the judges for sure, sir. And again, Paul Sperry talking about the um, deeper parts of my, my Russiagate and the fact that he's putting information out there about Russiagate that aren't jeopardizing ongoing investigations, i.e. the Durham investigation, seems to me to be huh, <laughs> kind of important, but call me crazy, I guess. I don't know, man. I don't know what to say about it. Uh, SOTT, I, I, I tried to give him a chance, man. I tried. I tried. Um, I need, I need, I need more than, uh, that website to use as a source for anything. I'll just put it that way. Um, after reading a few of the stuff on there, not impressed. Some of the stuff's good, but I need, uh, it needs to be dialed in, man. You can't, you can't go from this to way out there and expect people to be like, yeah, uh, the ESG stuff. Yeah. We've talked a lot about the ESG stuff for sure. Joe talked about that last week. Um, Red Pill and I talked about it several times. An important discussion for sure, for sure, with regards to China's control of Americans. And since she is the leader of China and the CCP, anyways, I don't know, man. It's um, it, it's just frustrating because you know you would think the truth would win out, right? And then the people who 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 push garbage narratives wouldn't win out, but it doesn't seem to happen that way. It's crazy. After five years of this, I have learned that it's better to just throw shit up against a wall. Apparently <laughs> not literally, you guys know me. I'm never going to do that, but, um, it's just amazing to watch, man. It just, it really is. When you're, you're, uh, when the stuff you write results in misinforming your your listeners, at some point wouldn't wouldn't people stop reading it? But they don't. Crazy phenomenon. It's that lie to me phenomenon that I was like, apparently people love to be lied to. Bambi Lowe says Batter C Power Station is transforming for the history books. Just had a re-grand opening. Does it power itself? Bambi Low, I have no idea what the Battersea Power Station is. <laughs> I have never heard of that before. Do you know anybody else that will say, I have no idea what you just said? Oh, yeah, I've heard all about that. That's that. Uh, hold on. Let me see. Oh, yeah, that's that uh, power station in the United Kingdom that. Uh, and that's Wikipedia. I don't really want to use Wikipedia. Somewhere in London. Okay. <laughs> I know all about this. Hold on. Just give me a sec. <laughs> What's this fashion network? What is why this one's from fashion network. When I search this, listen to this. 
British activewear brand Sweaty Betty is the latest label to signal the importance of the Battersea Power Station shopping mall, saying its new store isn't just a store. It's the first ever concept for a store company or for a company. The store is called Sweaty Betty. Giving women the most energizing and engaging retail experience in active wear. <laughs> huh. Battersea made it Emmanuel Conan copper for just about six years and then abandoned it for decades and decades. Google knows. YouTube knows. <laughs> you got a great sense of humor, baby. Oh, I love it. Oh, that is interesting. The Battle Sea Power Station even has a Twitter account. What else do we have here? Should I check Wikipedia? Five days ago, Wikipedia was updated. Decommissioned grade two listed coal-fired power station. Have that too. Is it now like a mall or something? Gotcha. Located on the south bank of the River Thames, the Battersea B Power Station... See the stuff you can learn by just researching it? Ancient power station? Gotcha. Interesting. Maybe it's the one that screwed up our Earth's power and made us stuck here on this godforsaken planet. <laughs> it's the one that screwed up our power, our, our link to the cosmos. It's got to be it. The battle sea power. There it is. <laughs> Oh, much love. Thanks for the, uh, the the hat tip there. Thanks for the information. 5145 Gold Pills. Thanks, guys, for hanging out today. Much love to you all. I appreciate it. Um, back here tomorrow for a call-in show. Do me a favor, man. Call in tomorrow and tell me why I'm wrong about this stuff or tell me why I shouldn't focus on this. I, it, it's very frustrating to watch people just continually mislead the populace about, about the CCP, Xi, and Putin. Man, I hope people stop misleading people like that because it is not helping anything to have an uninformed public that they can't identify our enemies. That is for sure. That is not helping anything in the truth movement. Everyone over there on the Twitch crowd, thanks very much for being here today. Much love and God bless you all. Rumble crowd, much love to you guys as well. Thanks for hanging out today. Thanks for listening to my... Uh, we're trying to get back into the groove. Bear with me. I appreciate you all very much. Back tomorrow. I look forward to that. And tonight, Joe, don't forget, Average Joe Patriot will be on. A bunch of great Patriots, Drunk Pinata, others. So check that out when you guys get time. Much love, and God bless you all. See you guys back here for tomorrow for another edition of Uncensored Abe. See you then. God bless you. Treat the word impossible as nothing more than motivation. Relish the opportunity to be an outsider. Embrace that label. Being an outsider is fine. Embrace the label. Because it's the outsiders who change the world and who make a real and lasting difference.